Hello, friends, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the 20th day of November. I am Paul White. It is our monthly meeting in Flowery Branch, Georgia this afternoon, 4 o'clock. We're meeting at the Lodge in Sterling-on-the-Lake. And uh, get a hold of us. Shoot me an email this afternoon. If you're coming into the area, slight address change. Just want to make sure everybody gets to the right place. Email us, info at paulwhiteministries.com. We make sure you get there. Of course, it's on our website. Address is on the site, paulwhiteministries.com slash schedule. Um, we got a little bit of change in the schedule for December. Check that out because we're having to make our Chapin meeting a little early in the month of December as well. Uh, we're, we had to move our Flowery Branch meeting because Christmas throws everything off. So the Flowery Branch meeting got moved, the Chapin meeting got moved, and we're going to be back in Westminster, South Carolina on Christmas Day, ministering the Sunday morning. Very excited about that. Okay, told you yesterday we're going to introduce Greater Than Jonah this week. We're going to lay the chapters out, give you a little preview. I'm not going to drag this and just day after day after day after day. I just want to spend a few days. So let's try to get a couple chapters in today. Um we introduced chapter one yesterday called Jesus Greater Than Jonah. Today, chapter two is titled Arise, Go. And this is the beginning of really starting to work through the story as laid out in the book of Jonah. This book is 12 chapters long, which is three times longer than the chapter count in the book of Jonah. There's only four chapters in Jonah. And we spend a lot of this book on the first two chapters of Jonah. Because the first two chapters is where the big action happens. Jonah received the call. Jonah run from the call. Jonah thrown overboard, swallowed by the whale, vomited up at the edge of Nineveh. We go, it takes a long time. In fact, we spend the first eight chapters of our book getting Jonah to the shore. And then you got to get him to Nineveh, and then you got that great final chapter. So that's why you're going to notice chapter after chapter of really working the big part of that story. That's because that's the part of Jonah that people know and the part that I think can also get misinterpreted. So Arise, Go does deal with the call, being called by God to do something and what that means. And in this, we break down, we introduce the city of Nineveh, which gives us an idea as to why Jonah has a problem with them, because we need to know what they are, who they are through Jonah's eyes and the world of his day. We introduce the role of the prophet and the role of the priest, because those are different roles, but Jonah plays both during this book. He's the prophet from God to Nineveh, and he's a priest on behalf of Nineveh to God. And of course, All throughout this book, anywhere where we highlight something about Jonah, we highlight why Jesus is superior. And so we walk through Jesus, who also goes to his own sort of Nineveh in this world and serves as both prophet and priest. There's a section in this chapter called A River Runs Through It. We lay out the idea that there is a ribbon in Scripture of the love of God that flows in an allegorical way through river stories throughout the Bible. And takes the reader on a journey on this river of narrative, but in a very real spiritual way, there's a river that underpins every story. There's a thread that runs through every story. We talk about the fact that sometimes you're a little too close in stories to see it, and you have to pull back to a 30,000-foot view and get an overlook of what's going on in the story. And if you can learn to see the stories of the Bible through those two lenses, the up-close and the broad 
then we learn how to interpret the scriptures, I think, in a way that becomes beneficial to us. And then finally, there's a segment in chapter 2 called Rise Up. And this is where Jonah has to make the decision to rise up and go do what God has told him to do or rise up and run the other way. Um, You'll notice in chapter 2, we have an upward trajectory. And in chapter 3, we start a downward trajectory because there are seasons of our lives that are both that are up and that are down. There's also parts of our spirit call that go in those directions as well. That leads to chapter 3, and we titled it Green Lights and the Road Downward. Chapter 3 contains information that at one point in my ministry was going to be its own book. I kicked around the idea for years writing a book called Living by the Green Light, and I never wrote it all down. I preached it a 15 different ways. This chapter allows me to, to, Jonah's story allows me to get this down in print. Green Lights in the Road Downward deals with our journey in following the voice of God. And it contains six segments. Number one, Cain and the presence of the Lord. We compare Jonah and Cain as, as people who hear from God and then go their way. Given the opportunity to go the correct way, they go their own way. And of course, that we're going to be forced to deal with our own moments of going our own way. We have a segment called Dealing with the Mark, which I, I work on Cain and Abel a lot in this story because I, I find Cain and Abel is the basis of a lot of our understanding of interpersonal relationships in the Bible. I think that's one of the purposes of that story is how we deal with one another laterally. And Cain, of course, has a mark, and that is a seal for a reason. And then Paul has us sealed for a reason, and we contrast that with another mark from the book of Revelation. And that leads us to a segment titled, Living by the Green Light, and what it means to just move forward as the Holy Spirit speaks to us, living our life as if there are lights on the highway and all of them are green, and that we don't have to worry about whether we go through it We just have to wait for the light to change. Once they change, we have to make decisions. And that leads us to a segment called the evil umpire, which is Paul's opposite of the green light. Because Paul, within one epistle, the epistle to the Colossians, gives two Greek words he never gives anywhere else. One means one, one, one deals with green lights and the other one deals with red lights. And so we lay that out in that segment which leads to two segments, the final two, the descent and then redeemed from the descent. Jonah goes down from the presence of the Lord, down to a boat, down into the boat, down into the sea, because there is a descent that comes from moving away from where you're supposed to be. And then there's always a redemption out of the descent because God doesn't just leave us in the descended position. And so redeemed from the descent is God bringing us up out of that place. Again, chapter 2, Arise, Go. Chapter 3, Green Lights and the Road Downward. Um, I think that these are, are going to give you a lot of stuff to chew on. Pre-order greater than Jonah now. The book ships no later than December the 1st. Fingers crossed it's going to go out a little sooner than that. Anyone that orders it before December the 1st, I will autograph your copy. If you order multiple copies and you want me to inscribe them to certain people, you can ask us to do that through email or ask us to do it when you order. 
If you like to pay by check and you just like to send things that way, you can write us at Paul White Ministries, P.O. Box 1030, Flowery Branch, Georgia 30542. Make your checks out to Paul White Ministries and just let us know what you want. Um, you can order at our website, paulwhiteministries.com slash store. And uh, we will also, yes, we will have a digital version available. It will drop on the first day of December. More from our new book, Greater Than Jonah, tomorrow. We'll see you then. God bless.